The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and not of DOD or any of its components. Take me to the Alright man, so no coffee for you? No, no coffee. Alright. You I'm like those kill clips though, I do. Huh? fucking good. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have a little bit. Man, Why not? Yeah, it's like this weird thing, right? It's like pineapple and it's got like a hint of jalapeno or some yeah, shit. Yeah, no, I taste it like a little throat. So, alright man, well, uh, appreciate you coming over, man. Of course, dude. Yeah. So, so. for the record, this is like good pre- Yeah, I know. This, <laughs> this, this recording. I know what I'm doing, dude. I know what I'm doing, homeboy. <laughs> all this is going in there, too. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's all good. Yeah. So, uh, where do we start, man? Um, so, you've been here now, has it been six, seven, uh, eight? seven, eight months. God damn, man. I know. Time flies up here, man. Keep right? the clock going. Keep the clock going. Dude, like, so, when I watched the one from last night that I did with Matt. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be a little careful. Dude, I, I've got a potty mouth. I mean, it was bad, dude. Like, I started I started the episode. The first word out of my mouth was an F-bomb. Like, three in a row. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was filling everything with F-bombs. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to try it because I know my mom's probably watching this, yeah, right? Yeah. My bad, mom. But it is what it is. I'm saving. <laughs> Anyways, cheers. But, uh... So, yo, man. Um, so... I remember when uh, your name popped up with orders here, <laughs> right? And uh, and I was like, I reached. I remember I reached out to you. I was like, dude, just yes. just do it. Just yes. trust me. Come here, right? Yes. So what what did you think about that? Because I mean, you wanted to come to Japan, but Masala, you, you've never been out of the states, right? I I did not want to come to Japan. Period. Uh, uh, my intent was to retire in San Diego. You know, I right. just wanted to go short duty there. Mm-hmm. You know, be in the cut, you know, yeah. through my retirement and, and be, you know, make that smooth transition mm-hmm. um, there in the States. But, um, yeah, dude, things happen for a reason. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right. Yeah. How are you liking it, though? Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. the, the, the social life isn't as popular. So, let's get this out of the way. Let's get this out of the way. Because uh, yes. I think it's important, right? Because yeah. we're going to go down this this lane, right? Absolutely. So, um, I got a lot. I got questions. Let's put and, it that way, right? I got, I got questions, ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? Ass. So, as a gay man in Masawa, uh-huh. that's got to be fucking rough, right? It is very rough. Right? Um, yeah. It's yeah. very rough. Yeah. Um, so, I, I just do other things to keep my time occupied. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't have, um, you know, they say... Um, they say idle hands are a devil's playground. Yeah, whatever that saying so, is. Yeah. yeah, whatever that saying is. So, yeah. I just try to find things um, to freaking just... Yeah. Keep myself occupied, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because there's not really. I remember Erica, right? Like yeah. whenever you know, I, I told her to be your sponsor. Erica, <laughs> I love that girl. I'm gonna get her on here. But speaking of potty mouth, like yes, yes, whoo. yes. Um, but I remember, man, like when you know you were still a few months out from transferring, and she yeah. was like, she's like, oh, I feel so bad. Like Frank asked me, he's like, what's the scene like up there? <laughs> and she was like, scene. Because <laughs> I remember I asked her. I was like. 
Like, can you send me a link to like downtown housing? Is it like a high rise? Like, how are the apartments? Mm. Like, can I get a condo? Yeah, like, yeah. All, I'm thinking all these things. Yeah. Um, like relating to San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Ain't no downtown." I was yeah, like, "Yeah, man." I was like, "What do you mean there's no downtown?" And it's crazy because this is one of the most rural places yeah. in Japan. Like, it doesn't get much more rural than, yeah. than Masala, honestly. Yeah. I was stationed in Sasebo, my first duty station, and that's a small base, right? Yeah, yeah. In a small city. Yeah. Um, but you're like an hour away from Fukuoka, which is the biggest city in Kyushu. Okay. Um, so, like, the first weekend I was there, I spent the weekend in, like, right. a legit city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could go, you could be there in an hour, right? Right. Um, here, like, dude, like, there's nothing, right? There's nothing. Like, young folks that come here... I feel bad for them because they got. I mean, it's two hundred dollars round trip to get to Sendai, and I, yeah, and I think that they, yeah. they do the same thing. They stay in their barracks room and they play yeah. video games and they right. You know, I know, yeah. kind of sucks, but but you're making the best of it, right? I mean, Absolutely. you made some friends and and yeah. you got like a so. I know about this project, right? That you're working on, mm-hmm. but you know, for the purposes of what we're doing here, like, yes. tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, which one? Get a couple. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we'll talk about the big one here in a second, okay. right? But the the kind of smaller one you're doing with kind of like the, um, you know, the the mental health aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was just something I, I I was out running one day and uh, I ran through this tunnel, dude. Yeah. And uh, I remember I stopped and turned around and was like, hmm, I wonder. Yeah. What if I? Just... I wonder. What's that song? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? No. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> My man. Um, and I just it, 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 something hit me, and I came back home, and I remember like sweaty and all, like put up my like freaking smart computer, and so I like started writing, and yeah. um, and I just had like this data dump, and just like, yeah. oh, what if this? What if this? What if this? What if yeah, this? Yeah. And um, and trying to structure it in a way that um, it is a nod to mental health, you uh-huh. know, and how we um deal with and face. Um, adversities, right. fears, mm-hmm. um, and essentially the, the tagline is um, face your fears or run from them. You okay. know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's essentially what happens throughout the little short film that I'm, I want to film out here. How and long do you think it's going to be? Like, like I know five, we talked. Like five minutes. Okay, so short. Yeah, like it's a, a very, very really short, a short film. One. Okay. Um, I'm trying to make it really stylized. Like I said, I'm really going on the limb because, you know, um, my past, I've always had like a crew. To right. do everything. Yeah. And here I'm like, I'm doing everything. So yeah. it's a learning curve for me as well. Right. Yeah. Because I can just say, hey, I like this shot. Go. And I got people to set it up. And I'm like, look at the yeah, monitor. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Now I have to yeah. do yeah. all of that. And it's. Well, yeah. I was pretty, I was impressed when you said that you're going to shoot the whole thing on like a, a 13. Yeah. Right. iPhone yeah. 13. Right. So that's dope, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, we, we've talked about it a, a good bit, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you've got the other one, um, uh, what's, uh, uh, Juncture. 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 So let's yeah. talk about Juncture. Um, that's a bigger one. That's one I'm, I'm really, um, I, I would like to see it as a, like a mini series. You can like turn on freaking HBO Max or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, it just started again, a brainchild from, um, my co-director from the pilot mm-hmm. um, one day we sat in my house she came over she was like I want to work with you on something and we literally sat on my couch for three hours mm-hmm. drinking wine yeah laptops came out and we just like brainstormed right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I wanted to go a little further with it mm-hmm. 
Um, and I was like, dude, I think we have a lot we can go off. Like something that would be interesting, a story that we can tell that right. would be interesting. Um, yeah, I just wrote season one like yeah. outline. Yeah. Um, I got some really good feedback from um told you that that T V producer mm-hmm. buddy of mine back in LA. Yeah. Um, so it was really good like yeah. feedback. Yeah. You know, like I'm excited to like yeah. go in and like, yes, yes, I'm gonna change yeah. this. You just need stuff. somebody to like see the potential in it. Yes. That's kinda how it works, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. So and you've got it like where where do you have it being, I guess, screened? I'm not up well, so lingo, um, right? the ten- so we want to we have this film festival. It's called Series Fest, and it's a um, a festival that looks for new mm-hmm. um, TV shows. Right. Okay. Um, so we're essentially going to submit it to there, and their criteria is they need like all this stuff about the first season, right. character development, all this junk. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, trying to get that ironed out. Yeah. Um, submit it to them, and even if it's not like I read their like bio or the you know over the years even if it's not a winner mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the official selections yeah still get right some attention from like production companies sure. I'm like oh this is you guys are officially selected so it must be good right um okay. yeah and they should get picked up from okay. small production companies okay i mean that's that's good stuff man i mean you know when i was thinking about doing this podcast right like one of the yeah. first people i thought about was you because and we've talked about it because you, yeah. you've been kind of like helped me collaborate on this. Yeah, I've yeah. bounced ideas Absolutely. off you and stuff. Yeah. And um, and one of the ideas really is that, you know, I want to talk to people yeah. that are in the military. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't want to talk to the Soon Chief Rice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> I know, I know Soon Chief Rice, right? Yeah. I know what you do. I know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, but I want to talk to Frank right. about, you know, your passion and like what, yeah. you know, because everybody's passionate about something. Yes. And if you're not, especially once you get a little older, if, if you haven't found like yes. something you're passionate about, like it's a problem. It's a problem. It's like a legit, problem. you know, so, my thing is like, what are you doing in life? Right. right. Yeah. It's like, what, like, and that's my, my biggest thought is like, what if you don't, when I talk to people and I ask them like, what's your plan? Like, what do you see yourself in five years? Like, I don't yeah. know, dude. Like, I don't, I'm just, you know, and it's yeah. like, no, dude, you got to have something in you. Right. Whether it's to be a pilot or whether it's to start a company or something. Right. You got to be buried in you. Like, right. This is like, go off the grid. Don't want to move right. to Alaska. You can't just whatever, like go right? through this life. Yeah. Getting married, having kids and just like, yeah. oh, I'm good with this. Like, no. Has you know, something. I think, man, you've probably seen this. And I think especially in the Chiefs mess, right? Like, yeah. um, man, people identify as their uniform. Yeah. And that's it. That is their identity. You know what I mean? And, um, I mean, I, I'm guilty of it too, yeah. right? But, uh, you, you know, you have to like really take a step back. And, and everybody, there's real cliche, right? They're like, right. well, you know, this is temporary and eventually right. you're going to have to retire. But it doesn't seem real, you know, until you really kind of take a step back. Like, you know, like what, what am I passionate about? Right. You know, and, um, and it doesn't mean that you detach from that. Right. You're, you're, you are this person right. that, that, you know, reinforces right. you as a, as a military member yeah. too. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, man. So I guess the other thing, um, I'm, I'm kind of just like growing my legs with like creative stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if it was me and thanks for the lights, by the way, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it was me, it, I'd just be sitting in front of the camera, all right. funky lighting. And I told you, know? you, I was like, um, yeah, yeah. I'll just swipe past that shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's no appeal to it. Exactly. Right? But I think that the creative part is, well, it's, I don't even know if I call it creative, but for me, it I, I'm an organizer, right? Yeah. I like to plan things, you know, so like 
when I started thinking about this podcast, it was all about like, all right, potential guests, right? Good stories, yeah. you know, kind of like, all right, you know, I'll do, uh, you know, Joey, and then I'll do right. Frank, and then I'm going to do, you know, maybe a spouse right. to get like the, you know, Ooh. key spouse, you know, point of view. That's a good one, right? And, and then, um, uh, you know, uh, Diana, she's a senior master sergeant. She's an EOD tech in the Air Force. Like, she's going to come and be on. Yeah, I actually met her. Yeah, I met her. You know, yeah. yeah. So she's the top three yeah. uh, president. So she's. Super cool, hardcore, yeah. And so, I, you know, when I'm thinking about this, it's 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 like moving cogs around, which is very yeah. natural to me, right? But the creative process is uh, it doesn't come so naturally, right. right? So I guess that's my question. So for somebody like you, that's like a a creator, right? Like right. A, a director. So I have this idea. Does it just like does it just come to you, and you have to like get it on paper? You uh, know what it, I mean? Like legit, it does. I actually had this conversation today with my butt I was hanging out with. I was like, um, we were talking about music, and I was like, dude, music um, is for me as a gateway mm-hmm. to like, it opens up like this gate in my brain, and okay. um, and I just readily connect. Yeah, like some just it, it's weird, dude. Like yeah. it's like, like again, how I came up with the short film. Yeah. I was on a freaking run. Yeah, and I ran through a tunnel, and I was just like, I yeah. wonder, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's a gift. Yeah. Uh, my daddy's always tell me um, you have a third eye and not mm-hmm. everybody has that mm-hmm. um, and it's like any talent right either yeah. you have it or you don't right and people think I go to school I can go to school to learn it right, right. yeah um, yeah and which he, you can learn a lot of the technical aspects correct. but if you don't have he, he told me that, that he was thing, like you can go right? to school to learn how to speak the language and know how to articulate mm. what's in here right but either you have it or you don't mm. you know um, and I thank God I was blessed um, with, I believe, a yeah. third eye. Okay. Um, now, your dad, was he in... Yes, he was an actor. He, yeah, right. That's yeah. I remember we talked yeah, about yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was an actor. Um, I remember as a kid, like, going to, like, sets with him. He was yeah. doing, like, commercials. Yeah, and yeah. Um, maybe going to some of his plays in Chicago. Um, seeing him kill and rape a lady in the opening scene of oh, some TV no, show. Man. I was like, Jesus, man. Like... <laughs> He's like, no, it was very coordinated. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, hey, I'm going to drag you and you're going to yeah, yeah. punch you. You're going to follow the couch. And she was like, yeah, yeah, make sure you throw me hard, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I would say it's, it's in my blood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. um, he was left at by his family and friends when he was growing up because he wanted mm, to be an actor. Right? Okay. He would always say, um, yeah, people thought I was crazy. You know, there's like. I, I mean, and he was growing up in. Probably fifties, right? Seventies, sixties, seventies. So he yeah. said um, it wasn't um, ideal back in that day. Yeah. You know, back in that day, as a black man, you you know, you go work at a factory. You you know, just come yeah. home, bring home a check to. The and if you're going to be an actor, I would imagine they would cast type you. Absolutely, right? you know he I mean? said um, his agent um, took a chance on him when he was 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget her name, but he said it was this white lady, um, and he, she took a chance on him. And she was the reason that she told him, hey, get your teeth fixed. Mm. And that's why we always yeah. joke. We're like, you're a 77 year old man with like perfect white teeth. Because he got veneers when he was 22 years old. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, and, and and that's all you need is somebody to take a chance on you. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of the catalyst behind that. Right. So right. I think that was in my blood. Right. It's like, yeah. grew up around it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the Navy was not. The original plan. Yeah, what was the original plan? So the original plan was to go to Columbia College in Chicago, which okay. is a yeah. private film school, right? Okay, yeah. Um, 
And I remember one day my mom came home from school. And mom was like, hey, this Navy dude called. I think you should go talk to him. Mm. I was like, for what? Like, yeah. No, that's, that's, I'm going to Navy. That's not part of the plan. Right. You know, and she was like, no, I think because they're going to pay for your school. And I was like, okay. So in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to go to college first and then go do some BS Navy stuff on the side afterwards, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so they hooked me in, and it was not, clearly not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But um, I didn't let that fire die. Yeah. Like, I knew I was always creative. I remember my first show, mm-hmm. I wrote this crappy-ass fucking script. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was asking, it was my first fucking deployment, I remember yeah. I was asking the XO. Um, I showed the XO, like, the script. I yeah. didn't know write the script. I just, yeah. you know, ranked some dialogue. And I was like, hey, I just want to shoot this on the Mestex. And I bought like one of the big cameras on the first list. <laughs> um, and he said no. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, I just, I don't think we have time. Like, you'd be walking around with a camera on the ship. And I was like, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, and here I am 19 years later, you know. Yeah, man, I can imagine that it's real hard to kind of um, flex those creative juices. Yeah. You know, it's 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 counterintuitive to our culture, especially you and I both been yeah. about, about the same time, around twenty yeah. years. Yeah. And, you know, ten, fifteen years ago, like, hey, I wanna whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, no. How about no? Yes. How about how about get back in the How about you get yes. three? Yes. Right? yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly what right? it was. It was like, no, you don't have time to do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and even still, I mean, you know, I I struggled with that on on uh, you know, previous ships, like yeah. even just Find time to do like MWR stuff, right? Right. I mean, when you're out operating, it, it's hard, man. It's hard, right? But yeah. it's no excuse either because yeah. those, like, if the XO would be like, hell yeah, man, let's do it. Right. That would have like benefited the hell out of you. Yeah. But not just you, also everybody that got involved in it because yeah. it would have been a distraction. It would have been yes. fun, yeah. you know? And it, that doesn't take away from, you know, what I was like, I'm doing that to night. accomplish, you know? Right. I do that yeah. night and mistakes when. 2000 when we know people out there that's playing spades right. and playing games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I miss playing spades. <laughs> Real talk. I played a lot of spades on my last ship, man. But you know, I didn't let that. Uh, I remember like feeling uncomfortable because I lived in the barracks and I remember I went out, I had this big camera I had bought. Yeah. Uh, and I remember standing outside the barracks, like mm-hmm. filming, just like filming like just nothing. Just yeah. like trying to get like angles and stuff. Yeah. And I just remember, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I remember all the state was like, dude, what are you doing? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I'm just playing with this camera. And it was like, weird. You know? <laughs> and I was like, whatever. Um, but I'll never forget standing on those stairs, like looking down at like the courtyard and like trying to like play with it. And it was like, uh-huh. oh, cool. Just yeah. trying to frame it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. trying to, you know. Is that um, a real thing, right? You see that in the movies? Like, is that like the director's eye? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like when you put your fingers like that? I, I've never done that. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm talking about though, right? I, so what I do is I close one eye, right? Okay. If I'm looking at something, I'm like, mm. uh, that makes sense. It makes it two dimensional. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, let me, and if it's summer's off, then I'm like, okay, I've never done like yeah. that. That's cliche, right? You'll yeah, see it seems like it is. People yeah. trying hard. They might be like taking pictures. <laughs> it's like, dude, stop. Like, do you really walk around on set doing that? No. Yeah. Um, that's why you see most directors now, the big ones, they carry, you see some photos, behind the scenes photos, we have like this lens uh-huh. and they look through the lens. Mm. That's them looking through the camera lens to get the shot right. Instead of sense. doing this. Because you, you may have a different style of lens. Correct. Depending on what kind of shot you're doing, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, 
so uh, juncture, right? Um, so that's was that like your biggest one to date? Like your biggest production? I know you've done like music videos um, too, right? No, that was my biggest production. That was super low budget, um, pay for out of our pockets. Mm. Um, mm. Um, it was just an experience, right? Because I, I, I had been out of it. Mm-hmm. For, for some years right so it was me like knocking the dust off okay yeah. going back to storytelling mm-hmm. um understanding like i gotta lie dude like it was it was it was a, it was a lot to take on because i was again in the process of moving my entire life to japan right checking out the command yeah. writing a script so it was a lot i took on right yeah. on top of trying to film it before i, I flew out to come to japan yeah so i put all on my back and i was like if you're going to do this or you're not, like, it's, you're right. going to get one shot at this. And right. If you leave and go to Japan, you're probably never going to do this again. That's good, man. I'm glad you did it. Yeah. Um, now, I, you know, I hope that it, like, um, takes off, you know, at least gets noticed. You know what I mean? Like, all it takes is one person, Even right? if it's on BET. Hey. BET. Whatever, man. <laughs> whatever. BET's good. You want to hear some funny shit? <laughs> so, I, I grew up small town Louisiana, right? Uh-huh. We've talked about this. And uh, um, very Baptist. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, I grew up Mormon, by the way, right? Never would know. Yeah, I know, right? Like, mm, What? Coffee, baby. You know? <laughs> Smoke a cigarette later. But uh, anyway, so very conservative, small town, yeah, yeah, Louisiana, yeah. right? Um, probably about 7,000 people, right? It's, yeah. it's a small town. And, uh, and so, like, the local cable company would not allow MTV. So we had no MTV, right? Right. But bet your ass we had BET. Because the town was, was about half, right? We were about 50% black, 50% white. And we had just a, like maybe one yeah. Hispanic family, right? But I mean, it was black and white, maybe, you know, maybe, yeah. right? And so no no MTV, but we had BET like a motherfucker. So you get introduced Hey, to listen, 100%, man. 100%. <laughs> Soul Train. Hey, I remember... Uh, Late Night. Prince. Remember Prince. Remember that, that song, uh, uh, what was it? Get Off. You remember that? I don't know if you remember that one. That was with Carmen Electra, man. I wasn't that. Man, dude, I'm watching that like, mm, I like this. Matter of fact, when when I found, like, I heard that he died on the radio, that's probably the only celebrity that, like, I cried a little bit. Really? Legit. Like, I, I love fucking Prince, man. That was wow. my fucking dude. That was wild as fuck, man. You know? But yeah. anyway, so we had BET. Right. We had VH1, which was like Rod Stewart and... It was lame. right. It was lame, right? Right. BT man, I was like, oh shit, booty popping everywhere. One hundred percent. So, like that, that really affected you know, kind of the way I. I mean, really that whole town, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, and we've talked about this with with kind of like my origin story. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, my my stepmom, I spent a lot of my childhood at her house, and right. you know, she, she's African American, right? right? Um, and, and like. I don't know, man. Like, uh, it, it just, it never occurred to me um, that there was this huge disparity until, you know, then you get old enough. Yeah. Like, oh, I see it. And it's fucking gross. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so, like, I have to remind myself, that, like, the way I grew up is not the way a lot of people grew up. Right. right. Especially if you're talking about, you know, like, you came from Chicago, right? right. And so, I, I would imagine that, like, your upbringing certainly a lot different from mine yeah. right big city and my experience with big cities is that they are um less integrated than small towns in a lot of ways you know what i mean in yeah. a sense that you have neighborhoods you know that yeah. that are 
exclusively one yeah. ethnic Chicago category. Chicago is you know probably I mean? the most segregated city to this day. Yeah. One of the most segregated cities to this day yeah. in, the, in the country. Yeah. And so, do you grow up? Where, where did you grow up in Chicago? I'm so not I grew up on the west side. Okay. West side of Chicago, um, which is predominantly black. Yeah. Um, and as a kid, I remember um, the, the west side and the south side were predominantly black, mm-hmm. right? The east side was like a mixing pot. You know, they yeah. had your, your Jews, mm-hmm. um, um, some Hispanics, you know, yeah. those people. And up north yeah. was the rich white people. That's where the rich, rich folks live. Rich white people were, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and as a kid or as a teenager growing up, I never, like, all I knew was the west side of Chicago, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I remember one day to one day, I went with some friends up north, and we couldn't even get into like the bars. We were like walking through like the neighborhood. Yeah, and I remember telling my mom this. I was like, I was walking down the street, it was Christmas time. And we're walking down the street and I'm looking at all these like nice little condos. People got their windows open. Yeah. You see TVs in the kitchen. And I was like, damn, they got a TV in the kitchen. Like, yeah. dang, that's nice. Yeah, one of those small white ones. Yes, yeah, yeah, to yeah. my mom, I'm like, I went up north just last night. She was like, what? And I'm yeah. like, no, no, nothing happened. Like we just walking around. Yeah. Um, and I said, I remember walking past. But that made house. her nervous, didn't it? Um, now probably. Yeah. I get to that conversation. She okay. had with me recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I was like, it's a whole new world up there. Mm. And she was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We we, we ain't got no business going up there. Right. Was, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. The mentality. Yeah. Because yeah. we had everything we needed. Right. In, in the hood. Right. Yeah. And there, and there reason to go up up north with mm-hmm. the with the rich white people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was kind of ingrained in me. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, when I was stationed um, in Chicago, um, when I was RDC, um, I remember, so I, I made it a thing. I was like, I'm a grown dude now. Mm-hmm. I'm in my 30s. You know, I'm going to live up north. Oh, you push boots. That's right. I push yeah, boots. Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm going to live up north. Yeah. And I got me an apartment uh-huh. up north on the lakes, you know, on the lakefront. Yeah. And, um, and at this time, it's, it's it's a little bit more integrated, right? Uh-huh. It sprinkles of black people. I see people yeah, walking around. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, we okay, we be up at the we in here, we, we in here. here. <laughs> um, and I remember, and so most of my friends, my my most of my civilian friends were were mostly white. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so we you know, hang out, go to the bars, dinners, or whatever. And I remember one night when I was on the phone with her, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to hang out with Nathan and Dan." Yeah. And she was like, hey, Frank Jr. And this is back when all the police shootings started happening, mm-hmm. especially in Chicago. Hey, man, do me a favor. Don't tap the table too much. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I know. You, got like, it. it's all good. Yeah. I just, for the for the sake of the got audience, it. like, keep my hands talk, no, talk with your hands all good. But <laughs> when you tap the table, that thing's going to pick it up. Got it. Anyways, continue. I'm um, sorry. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with friends or whatever. And and again, this is around the time when all those police shooting stuff was happening, especially mm-hmm. in Chicago. And yeah. she was like, hey, Frank Jr., I need you to be careful. And I'm yeah. like, I'm fine. Like, I hang out with them all the time. She's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Remember, at the end of the day, yeah. you're still the big, big black dude in the group. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah. And at the time, like, at the moment, I'm like getting dressed to go out. And I'm like, okay, mom, like, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Um, and I remember having that conversation with my friends at dinner. I was like, yeah, mom said like this. And they were like, that sucks that your yeah. mom has to have that conversation with it you. Does. Um, it does. Because both of them were white. They were like, my parents yeah. never said that. To yeah. That entire conversation with yeah. Um, and so now looking back, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know. Um, That's the thing, man. I mean, I think that, you know, I, I, I'll 
I can speak for me, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna talk about kind of the whole thing except to say that it's a thing, right? It's, yeah. It's a it's a fucking thing, yeah. right? But um, speaking for me personally, you know, my stepdad, who's an attorney, and right. so he, you know, he's bailed people out, and right, right. bailed me out a few times, but um, like he told all of us, like all of his sons, that you know, white boys, right? Right. Um, he was very clear, right? He's like, it, you know, if you get pulled over by an officer, you say yes, sir, and you comply with their directions. Period. Right. Don't get an attitude. Right. Just comply with their directions, and you know, if, if you get a ticket, so be it. And right. Then, and then you can, you know, if, if if you feel like you were in the right, and then you, you dispute can, it later, you, you can dispute it. You can go yeah. to court, whatever. Yeah. Right. He said, but if an officer pulls you over, you comply with their directions. Right. And I mean, I'm not saying that that that's right. Why should anybody, you know, have that fear? I don't, you right. know, and, and, but it's not an irrational fear, right? Like, because there are, um, incidents where it's like, God damn, man, like really? Like how, how did this happen? You yeah. know? And it's, I don't know, man, it's just sad. But, um, I think that if you look at a place like Chicago, uh, it's, it's probably amplified. If you look at the big cities again, right? If you look at the big yeah. cities, Chicago, New York, probably Boston, LA, right? Like that's probably amplified yeah. even more, you know? And and I would say, and I remember having this conversation again, I would say sometimes, you know, cause it has to get to a point to where it's like, uh, I was watching this, this YouTube clip or something on social media somewhere. And, um, it was on a college campus. This is years ago. And it was the dash cam of the police officers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see them driving past, you know, some kids on the campus. Yeah. And then they drive past and they see this black girl. Mm-hmm. She's on her phone, like teenagers do or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they stopped and said, hey, can you show us your ID? Mm. And she was like, why? Like, I go to the school. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, can you show us your ID, right? So when people see that video, they yeah. say, just show them your ID. Yeah. But when you go back yeah. and watch the tape, um, they passed. Three or four white kids and then stopped and asked for ideas. Right. Yeah. They came to her and asked for ideas. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think the initial thing is like, yeah, just just comply. Right. Yeah. Um. But and, and, and to my point, um. Sometimes black people, I will say this, we don't yeah. help the cause. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know you're going with this, okay. right? Yeah. Right. right. But I I think that there's like this you know, chip on your shoulder that is there for a reason. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, why the fuck do I got to show you my ID? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, um, you know, like I, I can only imagine, right? Yeah. Because I would be the same way, you right. know, and I'd really have to push it down to be like, yep, here's my ID. Yeah. But in my back of my mind, I'm thinking, man, yeah, get on my face. You right. know what I mean? Right. So I don't know, man, like it's, uh, I, I will say this. Um, I think that there are, because I know some, right? There, there's good officers out there. Yeah, for absolutely. For sure, dude, yes. right? Um, you know, it just sucks that, like, uh, you know, the really bad ones, like, spoil. Spoil it for spoil everybody. Spoil everybody, right? man. Yeah. So, okay. So, Chicago, right? Um, west side of Chicago. Yep. And um, kind of accidentally in the Navy, kind of like me, right? <laughs> yeah, if you watch that one that uh, that Matt and I did. Uh-huh. uh Man, it was funny. We were like reminiscing about boot camp because he and I went. <laughs> he and I went together, right? Really? Yeah, we went. We went to the recruiting station. Um, 
you know, depth at the same time yeah. and then shipped to boot camp on the buddy program. Nice. You know, uh, he was our RPOC, right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't want nothing to do with it, man. He was like, just give me the background. I was like, I'll be jam pop. Wait, what do you want me to do? Section leader? Sounds got good, it. right? I'll check some skippies. Yeah, I got it, man. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but um, anyways, it's it's fun to watch like the first probably like five minutes of that yeah, one. If you watch, yeah. you'll, you'll laugh because you're already yes, right? Yes, yes. But um, anyways, uh, so kind of accidentally in the Navy too, right? Yeah. I didn't come in until I was 21, and uh, like I was in college, you know. Like actually, after high school, I got a full academic ride, um, you know, to, yeah. uh, to Lamar University, which is there in Beaumont, and um, I, I had offers from other schools around the area but i decided to stay home i didn't want to leave my friends right. dumb right and you go but, back now you're like oh, i mean i should have like i should have rolled out yeah know? but it's all good um and then yeah worked and went to school and then came in when i was uh 21 so like the plan even when i came in so most of my family is attorneys like my step family so yeah. my stepbrother is yeah. my stepdad uh they have a, um, a law firm in san antonio and, nice. and one in beaumont and so the plan was come in, right, kind of get my act together, you know, uh, finish school, and then kind get out and, and, and go to law school, right? Yeah, that yeah. was the idea. Uh, but, man, like, my first port visit was Patty of Thailand. I was like, <laughs> well, I guess y'all got me. He's like, shit, man. <laughs> 20 years later, still here, yeah, man, yeah. right? But I wouldn't change anything. I've loved it. Um, but so kind of same thing with you, right? So you're like, okay, I'll do this Navy thing and, like, you know, at what point did you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and try to get to 20, even though I have these dreams, these other things that I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, life. Yeah. You know, um, was I in a position, um, to get out, right? right. was my thought process. Right. Um, do I have a college degree? Mm-hmm. Do, can I compete right. with other 20 something, you know, early 37 year old dudes? Right. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the catalyst. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I just, I knew I had this burning fire that I knew I couldn't let die. Yeah. Um, so I made it work right? mm-hmm. on, on both on both spectrums. Yeah. I think I had a successful career and um, not successful side life, but um, I was able to still scratch that itch yeah, yeah, um, yeah. every now and then. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, and then you look up and it's like 10 years in. It's yeah, like, I know. Well, why don't you go ahead and just... Might as well just finish it, right? Go ahead and finish this last 10 years. Yeah. Because I don't lie, the first 10 years went by like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I blinked and they was like, yep. a 10-year anniversary coming up. I know, <laughs> I know, man. You know? I mean, honestly, like the 20 did. You know? Really? I mean, when I hit 20, I was like, damn. I don't feel 40. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. I would say 15 came and went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, man. You hit 20. Hey, that's a good feeling right September there. September this year. That's a good feeling right there. Man. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a good feeling. Really? Right? Oh, dude. It, it 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 just it just opens your eyes. You're like, ah. Yeah, a, yeah, A little yeah. bit, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Because after 20, uh, especially for uh, you know those yeah. of us that the legacy high three system, yeah. which is the best retirement yeah. system in the world. That's why I got rid of it, right? Um, but for those of us that are on that legacy high three system, mm-hmm. man, you hit 20. And uh, and at that point, you're doing it because you want to. Yeah. Right? Not because you have to, yeah. you know? And uh, it's it's a good feeling, man. Like, and that's not to say you shirk any responsibility or anything like right, that. Right. But it just, it kind of just... 
It's like you reach the yeah, finish line. Yeah, man. It gives you it gives you this new perspective where yeah. like it almost like reengages you in it, right? Because yeah. you know that at any at any given time, you know, yeah. like that could be it. That could be it, exactly. Right, and yeah. so you want to make the most of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even um, I remember the neighbors trying to get me with that with that Redux. Remember that fifteen oh, yeah. Redux? Oh yeah, man. CSB they, Redux, baby. They dangled up with thirty thousand dollars. I <laughs> 30, was like, and at the time, I was like. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, dog. And my homeboy was like, and my homeboy was like, man, you better grip that up. And I'm like, yeah. all right, all right, you know, I don't need that. <laughs> so I worked at desk in Millington when I was really. Uh, yeah, I mean, more people than you think take that. I probably got an email from you telling myself, hey, man, um, where were you at the 15 year mark? RTC. That was, that was recently. Though. I was RTC. Yeah, I was in I was in Millington 05 to 08. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was But a lot of people take it? Yeah, more people than you think. So I mean, the thing with that is that if you're going to do 30, yeah, then it, it makes sense, right? right. Because the, between 20 and 30, you're, you make up your cost of living right. yeah, um, yeah. that that gets reduced. Yeah. So if you're going to do 30 or more, then you don't take a hit right. on on your retirement income, right? But anything between twenty and thirty, like it's a bad idea. Yeah, like it's a bad idea. Because you know I knew I mean? at twenty, I was like, I'm 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 hanging up the boots. At yeah, 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 that's good. So, you didn't take it, man. I know. Uh, you know that would significantly reduce your uh, yeah, uh, your yeah. retirement fund. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, uh, okay, so, um, like I said, I got questions. I, got I, questions. I, I, I I'm an open book dog. All right, man. So. I, I've seen this, right? We're going to talk about being a gay black man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I remember like coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, I'm an 80s baby just like you are, yeah. right? And so, of course, in the 80s when we were young, there was a huge stigma about being gay, mm-hmm. right? And then got better in the 90s. And then in yeah. the 2000s, man, it was like, whatever. Right. Nobody cares, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that from from a white man's perspective, right? Like the black community was even slower to catch up. Absolutely. Right? So how was that experience? I guess, walk me through it, man. Like, when did you kind of realize so, it? And, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, what were the, the trials with that? I, I, I knew that at, a, at an early, early young age. Yeah. I knew it was something different about me. Mm-hmm. And um, anybody who got kids right now, if they're struggling, like, just, just let them be. Yeah. Um, but I struggled, yes, because I grew up in a, a missionary Baptist. Church. Oh yeah, man! You know, on Chicago, you know, I went to church, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I knew it. Like I remember, like in just in great, like in sixth, seventh grade, I knew I was different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I told my mom it was like junior year in high school, and it was like um, I had my first little, like puppy love and like, dumped, and mm-hmm. um, and I remember one night I was like distraught, and I came, woke up, woke up, like, hey, wake up. And she was like, what you doing up? You know, went downstairs to the tape, to the living room and it was lights were off, pitch black. And I was like, I got something to tell you. Mm-hmm. And I told her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember she lit a cigarette <laughs> and all I could see was the, the blood yeah. of this long inhale. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, hell. And she was like, I knew. Yeah. And I was like. What do you mean you knew? She was like, I knew when the little girls stopped calling and the little boys started calling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, like, I thought I was like playing the cool, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, 
And so she readily accepted it, right? Yeah. Um, but of course, she wanted to like she had me wanted me to go see a psychiatrist. She's like, hey, I want yeah, you to go see dude. this like doctor yeah. and make sure it's not a phase you're going through. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't think it's a phase. Like, yeah, I know what this is. Um, but she didn't pry too much. Mm-hmm. She was like, I love you, you know, whatever. Um, my mom was kind of one of the ones in the family that was like the prestigious one. Mm. She college educated, had sure. the good job. Yeah, yeah. Um, had the one kid. Right. And I remember her telling me one day, she was like, um, no, your aunties always, you know, give me crap. Um, and she said, when they found out you were gay, she was like, ah, he's not perfect. <laughs> not perfect. <laughs> we found a crack in the foundation. What? Um, I remember her telling me, I was like, they said that? And she yeah. was like, yeah. They yeah. thought you was this perfect little freaking boy. Yeah. And they was like, ah. Mm, that's gotcha. 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 Yeah. Um, but my family accepted it, like you know, mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, they they accepted it, like instantly, right? Because yeah. I feel like my mom was such a, a significant um, player in the family as well, right? Yeah. So she's kind of like, you know, the the den mother kind of thing. Right? No, so she, she's not even a den mother, but yeah. she just, you know, she was the one that um, I don't know, like she was the the, you know, the smartest one, you yeah. know, her and my other, uh, her, the youngest one. Are the only two college educated mm-hmm. out of thirteen oh, okay. um, aunties, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so they accepted it. Um, you know, I, I did fear boot camp. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I did. I feared boot camp. I remember I was nervous. Um, it, I was like, oh my god, like what is going to happen? Because one, I've never been exposed to anything right. like this before. Right, yeah, uh, and then two, like. I'm a freaking teenager. I don't want to like, yeah. I don't want, and at the time, Don't Ask, Don't Tell was That's not right. a thing. That's right. So when did you join? Uh, I joined in 2002. Oh, two? Okay. Yeah. yeah. September. So it's, it's still Don't it Ask, still Don't, don't tell. tell. Yeah. Um, luckily for me, you know. Uh, what a fucked up thing that was that we did. <laughs> Thanks, Bill Clinton. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you this story that happened to me in boot camp. Yeah. Mortifying. Yeah. So. Of course, I'm like, when I go in the showers, I'm like, head down, just <laughs> look to the left, you know, and just keep it going, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I remember one night I was writing a letter to my friend back at home, and I was like, yeah. being very salacious. Letters. What an antiquated. I know, right? I miss it. I miss it. I was being so salacious, like, describing everything, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember one night the RTC is walking through with a flashlight, and I put my notebook under my boots, because before mm. we just took the boots on top of the locker, mm. and um, <laughs> he was like, what's that? And I jumped up. I was like, ah, oh, that's mine. And I went to grab my notebook. And he was like, no, give it here. Oh, um, and so he opens it up. And he reads it. And he reads this very graphic letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my heart was pounding. Because yeah. I, I knew what was in there. Yeah. Um, and he was like, Simon Crew Rice, get out your rack, front and center. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is it. All right. I didn't even go to, I didn't even go to the Navy. I'm going yeah. you know, to go home. Yeah. And I remember I'm sitting at attention. And he's reading it. And he starts to read it. Out loud. Oh no! Wow. I if if I could have sank into the floor and yeah. melted to the tile, yeah. I would have did that. Yeah. Um. And he was like, "If you look at me, because I like I looked at him like this, and he and then because I was like in shock that you're reading my letter yeah. out loud. Yeah. Um. He's like, "Look at me again. Do you want to see the LCPO in the morning?" And I was like, "You know, okay." But luckily for me, the next day, uh, again, I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. Everybody yeah. around me, my rack. Yeah heard this stuff I was saying. I was yeah. like, oh, oh God. And I remember we were standing child for, you know, standing in line for child for breakfast and the three RDC center right there. And I'm like, you know, 
what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and he, he says. What a terrible feeling, man. Yes. That's He's awful. like, Rice, come here. And I was like, yes, petty officer. And he was like, hey, so all the stuff I read last night. Like, I mean, he kept doing this, like snapping his fingers. Um, he was like, I don't care about that. Right? I want 110% on you from here on out. Yeah. If you give me anything less, less you're going home. And I was like, yes, petty officer. You know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it was such a terrible thing that we did. I think this whole don't ask, don't tell, because it just, yeah. it was, it's like contrary to good order and discipline, man. Because you're, yeah. you're like, we, we all knew gay people. Yeah. Every one of us. Man, we knew. <laughs> we knew. Nobody cared. Everybody told me that too. Nobody cared, man. Yeah. Right. And, but, what we did institutionally was we were saying that, you know, we want you to keep this secret and, and like, basically, like, check your integrity at the door. Live in misery. Yeah, li- live live alive, right? You yeah. know? And I, I don't know, man, like, how we did that. And so, but I remember, I remember, like, oh, you know, like, all the talking heads, like, you know, military, set to repeal, don't ask, don't tell, right? And yeah. There's, like, all these, like, editorials, like, is it going to, you know, degrade good order and discipline? Man, all of us. I was a chief already, right? We're right. sitting in the chief's mess, like, dude. We know why. You know what? You know what happens tomorrow when they repeal it? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens, right? Except that people get to like live their yes. fucking life. You the know dude, what I mean? you gonna you didn't think like, hey, come out and congratulations, say Congratulations, Frank. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. I remember some CSDs was like, we was in the galley one day, and they were like, Rice. Everyone knows. No one cares. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, What are you talking about? Yeah. I like girls. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so it was like that, that mm-hmm. kind of like thing. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It was just unfortunate, right? That, yeah. that we did that to a big segment of our population. Yeah. Man. So, but like when that's repealed, did it, did it kind of lift a burden off um, of you? You know, I was never really the type that like wore a rainbow flag like, sure. on, on my forehead. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just like, you know, and I still was selective of mm-hmm. who I told because I know everybody. Yeah won't accept you because I right. dealt with that firsthand right. where somebody legit cut me off in the Navy. Right. It was yeah. like, ah, oh, dude, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was very selective still of mm. who uh, I told, but even the people now looking back, people back then were like, dude, yeah, we, we, we knew. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, me and Kate still, we still invite you over to the crib. You right, know? Right, right, right. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, like you're this good looking dude in San Diego with no girl. <laughs> Never talked about girls. <laughs> Always about gym. <laughs> And like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, I think it's funny up here. Right. So, uh, like when you meet somebody for the first time, mm-hmm. like sometimes I'm, I'm just like there as you, yeah, as yeah. you meet somebody for the first time. Yeah. Hey, I'm Frank. Hey, what's going on? I'm, yeah. Bill, I'm Bill. You know, and they're like, oh, okay, what's, what's going on? Frank got family. Like, no, nope, single. Yeah. <laughs> right. Single. And I just, I just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> like they'll find out yeah. one day. They'll know. They'll find out. <laughs> yeah. They'll yeah. Find so out yeah, I, it's very selective. And, um, they got to a point, I ain't gonna lie. When I made cheap. Yeah, uh, I think I told you this. I took my ex to my khaki ball, uh. and that was my way of me saying, "Hey, if the cheese man's going to accept me, they're going to accept all of me, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 nobody, you know, yeah, nobody had any issues, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's still some very conservative. That's probably the wrong word. There's still some very kind of set in their ways, yeah. Yeah. closed-minded, yeah, yeah. traditional Absolutely. in their mind uh, folks uh, when it comes to that, right? But I think that. Um, I think we're getting past it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and like, then, it doesn't feel like a thing anymore. You know. And then, like, legit, some of your some of this, your best performers. Yeah. In my experience, have been gay. Yeah. You know, we mapped. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. On the Princeton, one hundred percent, dude. We mapped yeah. two dudes, and both of them were gay. Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, 
and this is going to sound... <laughs> Listen, I concur. Some of the best, some of my best folks that work for me were gay. Yeah. 100%, man. Yeah. Like, they, like just getting after it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll share with you. I don't think I've shared this with you before. I'm open book, too. So my... Um, so my dad had a family before ours, right? So mm-hmm. he was married before he married my mom. Yeah. Then had me and my older brother uh, with with my mom. Uh, his first marriage, he had four kids, right? Like so, yeah. so I have half yeah. brothers and sisters that yeah. are like old enough to be my parents. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay. you know what I'm saying. Like, so when my my dad passed, he was 89. So, right. like, he was 49 when I was born, Got kind it. of thing, right? So, anyways. Um, so you had, you know, Pat, um, Brian was, was the second, uh, son. So my, you know, my second oldest half brother. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you had Judy and Jane are my sisters. So Brian, um, was gay. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like in the eighties. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like when. It wasn't cool to be right. Gay. You know what I'm saying? When you married a white and had kids. <sighs> yeah. And he, uh. You know, he was open about it and moved to San, like moved to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being a kid, and I, like he used to come to functions, like family stuff, when I was real young, and I right. like I remember him, right? Yeah. And and then uh, like he just was gone. And as you get older, like what happened basically was my dad just disowned him, like legit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not talking to him because he was gay, right? Right. And. Uh, Anyway, so, I mean, we're talking 30 years, right, right. kind of thing, right? And um, my, my brother Brian contracted HIV, mm-hmm. right? And But he lived with it for, man, like almost 20 years, right? Yeah. Like, um, And finally toward, like, his last five years of, of life or so, like, my dad, like, it, it, it still was very tenuous, but at least they talked. That, right. They never really made up, mm-hmm. but I know that's probably one of the regrets that my dad had right mm-hmm. and, and like I would have not liked to get to know I saw pictures of him yeah. I was like handsome motherfucker yeah. you know what I mean and yeah, yeah. like I would have liked to get to know him but yeah. because of that dumb mentality mentality yeah. like you know I didn't get to know one yeah. of my brothers right yeah. so I don't know man I'm just glad we're, we're moving past that shit and not just in the military I think in general and life yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah so um, yeah yeah it's just it just sucks that that happens. I just recently told my dad, like, I was in San Diego, 2018. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think he knew. Yeah. I'm, um, sure, I'm sure he did. I told my mom in high school, right? Mm-hmm. So that's almost 15 years later. Yeah. He called me one day. I was in San Diego. I was sitting on the couch, and um, I'm like, why is he calling me this late? Yeah. And I'm like, well, he must be drunk, you know? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, Frank, my prodigal son. I'm like, what's up? What's up? What's up, dude? What's up? What you want? <laughs> Nothing, motherfucker. Hey, so what's this I'm hearing about, you know, all these dudes on your Facebook with shirts off and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, shoot, here we go. You know? <laughs> and he was like, you got something to tell me? And I'm like, uh, what, dad? Ask me. Ask. Go ahead, ask. Yeah. He's like, are you gay? And I was like, yes. Yeah. He was like, there was a pause. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, why didn't you say nothing, motherfucker? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, because I, what I was the only son, yeah, out of 
six, um, six kids, all daughters. I'm only son, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember him telling me, you know, you got to carry on the rice legacy and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Um, which I still can, but it's just like, hey, yeah, I can do that still. But like, mm-hmm. it might be, you know. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> different, different. There's methodology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Different methodology. Yeah. Not um, the traditional way. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, but no, he, he accepted, embraced it. And, you know, yeah. we were, um, we had a, only a couple of conversations about it. Yeah. Um, Cause I never wanted, like I didn't want to like throw it in his face too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so most most of our conversation was just him. Yeah. You know him giving me feedback on you know just talking about talking about movies and politics mm-hmm. we did a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that was pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you like I, it, it seemed that you know with him being a performer. Yeah. Right. That he. I mean, he couldn't have been too conservative. Like, I would no, imagine no. people that run in those circles. Yes, yes. Right? Like, whatever, man. I would hear stories he would tell, and he would drop the F-bomb a few times, you know? Yeah. And again, I'm like, oh, he don't even know his own son. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I remember, I remember Kurt. Yeah, he messed with some F-bomb and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. So, uh, and then... In the Navy, uh, you know, like I said, don't ask, don't tell. Um, I, I, like I said, I'm just glad we got rid of that shit. You know what yeah, I, mean? I agree. So, all right, so different subject. Totally, I think we've, we've explored that. Yeah. Right? So, um, so what's your favorite thing? Because we call it the rising sun, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so every episode, I kind of want to talk a little bit about Japan, right? Mm-hmm. So... What's your favorite thing about Japan up to this point? So far, the landscape. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful, clean country. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the people mm-hmm. yeah. are night and day from yeah. what I'm used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very uh, uh, socially re- responsible. Yes. Right? So, uh, the Japanese... Um, Japanese culture is that like the worst thing that can happen to a person is to be embarrassed. Right. I mean, you tell me this. Yeah. Right? You tell and me this. And so yeah. like, um, even like if you're on a train, you know, you don't talk on your phone. Yeah. Because it, and I say embarrassed, what I mean is that it disrupts the, the social order. Yeah. Right. I'm over here talking on my phone, which means that I'm, Making somebody feel uncomfortable, mm. right? And and I should I should respect I should the, respect that I should respect the yes. fact I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. I love that, but it just yeah, but like it permeates through the society so much that that it um, it stifles individualism. Yeah, I right? can see that. You know, and even to the point so like my kids are half, and that's right. that's what that's what they call it. Right. Like they say half, half, right? So that, like, any, so my kids are half white, half Japanese, right? right? Like the term for that, Japanese, they say half, half, right? So okay. half, right? And like my oldest went to school through fifth grade and, um, and like she was getting bullied and she's a pretty girl, right? She's right. Beautiful. Yes, yes, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. But she was getting bullied just because wow. she was not full Japanese. Wow. And so, we had always planned on bringing them into, you know, Dodea, but right. um, that like it, it kind of accelerated right. after fifth grade. Is like, I'm, matter of fact, I don't, like almost cussed the teacher out, right. you know, because she was being discriminatory against her. Mm. I did cuss her ass out. 
because she spoke English, right? Mm. She was like telling me how Millie da 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 da, right. and I let her have it, right? And then after that school year, we brought them on base. But yeah. so that my point to saying all that is that like even that small difference yeah. um, is enough to disrupt the the social order, right. and it's like ingrained in the in the society from a young age that like you should be the same, right, as everybody else, kind of thing, right? What you the benefit of that is clean country, yeah, almost zero un- unemployment because everybody feels yeah. the social responsibility of work, even if it's at the Seven right. Eleven, right, right. Um, you know, very efficient public transportation, and, yeah. Um, you know, so there's all these benefits to it, but they but almost you miss out, them, right? It makes them almost ro- robotic, yeah. Um, but even that day we went to um, Hatch, right? We was mm-hmm. on a train. My first time taking the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, hey, dude, stand over this side. Yeah. And you was like, look at everybody else. And I was like. On the escalators. Yeah. I oh, was yeah. like. Oh, yeah. 100%. I was like, oh, we just don't stand. You was like, no, dude, get over here. And I was like, ah, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Everything is orderly. Yes. Right. Even when they stand in line for the buses coming oh, yeah. to work, everybody's oh, yeah. in a single file line. 100%. Yeah. In America, everybody stands in and they bum rush. Right. <laughs> the bus. I, there's, so there's lots of good things, right? Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. Can take from the culture. I think one of them, like even, like if you look at like elementary schools, um, like uh, they rotate through. So, so first of all, kids clean the classroom at the end of the day. Right. They don't have janitors. Like at the end of the day, the kids clean the classroom. That's good. They sweep, they got trash. It's kind of maybe, right? Yeah. And then uh, they rotate through. So like on a weekly basis, one class will serve lunch. Oh, wow. Right. And so they just rotate through the classes. It's, it's like their service week, right? Yeah. So they they serve lunch during that week, right? And they do like they clean up around the school. They pull, you know, in the springtime they pull the weeds and, and stuff like that, right? You would never see that in the states, man. But, Absolutely not. It's it's infuriating, right? Because that's that like that's the type of stuff that I like. Yeah. Because you're teaching them like you're teaching them skill, a skill, skill at a and young responsibility. Age. And, Absolutely. And, and, like this is your like ownership, ownership, ownership yes, right? Yes. Yes. So. I don't know, man. And I, look, I love America. Um, I love the idea and and like what what we're you know the principles that Absolutely. we're founded on. I think the principles we're founded on are perfect, right? Yes. We don't exercise them perfectly, Correct. right? But I think the principles we're founded on are perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, I just wish we could take some of that, right? Take some of that. Take some of that. And, the ownership and, piece, right? You know, and I think it starts with us, right? Yeah. Us who are over here who raised our kids over here. Like, you raised your kids in mm-hmm. Japan, right? Yeah. When they go back stateside, at least, you know, they can, you know, add something, you know. Even yeah. though um, it may get drowned out, but at least, you know, it's something. And I yeah. think it starts with us raising our kids and us taking some of this back to the United States. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have with that, too, is, like, um, I feel like sometimes the, the passiveness... Mm get sometimes construed for like it, it makes calls them people that run over right mm-hmm. especially us yeah know? um because yeah. i i had a situation where i saw it and i was like lady she is just doing her job right like, let this lady i said if you was in the states and tsa asked you like tsa cussing you out ain't no ain't no right. conversation they're gonna, they're say, gonna be nice about it they're gonna be nice she's being nice she said can you just do this please and you're giving her all this yeah all this energy yeah. And I was sitting behind her like, can you stop it? Yes. Like, I literally want to say just to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and, and and I remember having that, that moment and I remember I called my mom. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. 
because in, 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 in America, TSA, yeah. Yeah. like, well, if you, you want to sort of stuff, then, then you can go. Back to lunch. Yeah, back, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. so, yeah, I just wish we, 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 we can definitely take um, some of that back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about food? What about food? Uh, I, I love the food. Um, yeah. Like today, um, I went out to lunch and I was like, you know, I'm so hungry. And my buddy was like, yeah, dude, like, you know, you'll get Japanese size mm-hmm. portions. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't need a big old yeah. triple whopper. Right. Burger. Yeah. With fries with chili on it <laughs> and cheese and sour cream. Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> idea, okay the idea of rice. a takeout box is, is foreign in Japan, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I used to work in the restaurant industry before the Navy, and one of the like no kidding like things that American restaurants do, they intentionally give you too much because the American mentality is if if I don't take some home with me, then I didn't get enough bang for my buck. It's very gluttonous. Absolutely, yes. right. And the Japanese mentality is, I'm like, I'm not going to underfeed you. I'm going to give you an appropriate amount. I'm gonna give you a portion. I'm gonna give you dinner. I'm gonna yes. give you dinner, right? Yes. And it's going to all complement each other. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna be satisfied when you're done. Yeah. But you're not gonna you know want to go lay on the couch and sleep, right? Correct. Like even I don't know the Japanese words for it, but mommy, that's my wife's name. So, uh, so there's a Japanese saying, right? That uh, if you go to sleep right after you eat, that you'll turn into a cow, basically. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a Japanese term. For really? It. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Right? Like the idea of like taking a nap after lunch or something. Right? Yeah. Like the Japanese are like, okay, like basically you, you, you had too much. You're gonna be a fatty if you're right. right. <laughs> yeah, like if you need to go to sleep after. You're gonna be a fatty. Like yeah. even the portions at the grocery stores, right? Yeah. Like I was comparing. Chicken legs. I was shopping for chicken a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, I only get two? Yeah. Like, what a what a sixteen pack. Yeah. And I was like, oh wait. Ain't yeah. no sixteen pack yet. No. This is them telling you you gonna eat yeah. this, this this two. Yeah, so it's very <laughs> kinda like um I've never been to Europe, right? But Japan is how I imagine Europe being, which means that you go to the market to get what you're gonna eat. Yeah. For one or two days max, yeah. right? Like, I'm going to get tonight's dinner right. and something, you know, some bread for breakfast. Right. And then maybe a couple things that I need to complement what I already have yeah. in the fridge for dinner tomorrow kind yeah. of thing, right? Like, the idea of buying, like, bulk from Costco. From Costco. Like, it's, that's not and it goes back to that do. American gluttonous mentality, right? I yeah. I got everything. I got to get bulks yeah, of this. I think that over the last, and that, it didn't really used to be quite that way, man, but I think over the last probably 30 years it got that way. Yeah. You know, with the advent of Walmart and like, you know, yeah. like, like I remember, man, we had Piggly Wiggly and AMP. I don't know if you know about those, right? Um, no. No, right? No. <laughs> Listen, dude, that's, hey, that's small town right there, right? We had an AMP and that was one of the grocery stores. Okay. And then we had a Piggly Wiggly and that was the other grocery store, right? So was your Piggly Wiggly, they, they served mainly meat? No, it was just a grocery store, okay. right? But um, like there were small grocery stores and like good fresh produce, yeah. a lot of it locally sourced, right? Like yeah. stuff that they got, like, you know, you'd see local guys that would be there early in the morning yeah. with heads of cabbage and... You know, yeah. stuff like that, right? And uh, and then Walmart Supercenter moves in and, and it shuts them down. Shuts them down, right? Just like um, we got a um, spot in Chicago for Chicago listeners. Uh, Moo and Oink. Moo and Oink. Moo huh? and Oink. 
<laughs> like a butcher like, shop or something? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, was, it was this big grocery store, uh-huh. but it was always cold in there uh-huh. because they specialized in beef and pork. Mm. Hours and hours and hours of beef and pork. No kidding. And then they started to expand to like, you know, becoming a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, and their commercials on TV used to be so cheesy. They're yeah. like, come on down to Moonlight. <laughs> you know, um, I remember like going there shit, as a kid with my mom, like, yeah. pushing the car, like, it's cold in here. She's like, grab the ribs, put them in there. <laughs> get this, let's get stuff out of here. You know, like shopping for the 4th of July and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, shivering because it's so cold in the whole store. Yeah, man. But those mainstream um, superstores took them out. Yeah, it sucks, man. It yeah. sucks because, um, like, I remember we lived in uh, this place called Ofuna. It's kind of... It's about like probably 30 minutes from Yokosuka. Yeah. Uh, we lived there for six years. I was stationed at Atsugi, and I knew that after Atsugi, I was going to go to Yokosuka. Right. And so we got a place that was kind of like split the distance between the two. Um, and there was this great market, like right there by the house. And so, you know, when mommy would get off work, sometimes I'd meet her after she got off work. Yeah. And, you know, we could pick up some fresh vegetables. Right. And go to the butcher shop and like, no kidding, fresh cuts. Yeah. And, you know, oh, we're going to have some fish. They got. Fresh fish laid yeah. out nice. Yeah. And it was awesome, right? Just to kind of, and it was like all kind of on the yeah. street. Yeah. And you just kind of like, boop, 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 pick yeah. up what you need, walk back to the house, and everything's and fresh. Good. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Now I'm geo batch up here. So, like, you know, I just make a big pan of hamburger meat and like throw some cheese on it. Exactly. And then you're good. <laughs> I'm you know? good, right? Yeah. yeah. So, hey, man, uh, you want to take a head break? Yeah, I do. That's ADFP. I was holding this. All right. All right. We'll take one real quick. Okay. All right. I said, yeah, I'm an open book, bro. I don't know, man. All right, we're back. So, um, so you've had a pretty fucking diverse career, right? I have. Right, so here's what I know. I know Princeton. I said I wasn't going to say ship names. Whatever. <laughs> okay, Princeton. We won't say ship names after that. But, so, Crudez, um, I know you've been on CBs. You did RTC. Yeah. So, just kind of step me through it, right? Because I think that is important. To kind of it lends perspective to the way you look at leadership. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so it was Crude as my first ship. Um, um, Camp Pendleton, working with the Marines, still Navy, working with the Marines, mm-hmm. um, CDs. Okay. And then um, um, pushing boots at RTC, and then another Crude as. Yeah. Uh, my final, final, final lap. Yeah. <laughs> a little shore duty in Misawa. Yes. I don't know, man. Final lap, man. And yeah, it's been a great. I think I've had a really great career. Like looking back over it, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been some good, good moments. I met some great people in my life that I'm still close with to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really haven't had like any major like issues. Yeah, all right. Like on what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how how was it with the CBs, man? Like I I like CBs. Yeah. I, there's just something about them, man. They're like they're usually pretty grimy and crusty and like kind of hardcore but they love the pt but they also like to smoke and drink they you know what i mean they they like to think themselves as marines right yeah yeah yeah. um because they do all marine like mentality yeah they have squads and squad leaders and section leaders and platoons platoons. yeah i'm like a platoon yeah who the platoon leader yeah yeah like what are y'all talking about (laughs) you know this isn't Um, in the blue jacket right exactly um it was great, man. It was a great tool. That was actually probably um, like number two on my one of my best commands. Really? 
because I got to go to Afghanistan, mm-hmm. um, deployed there. Um, I've got to go to go to Spain for the first time. Oh man! And Japan, yeah, uh, Okinawa, deployed there right, for yeah. the first time. So okay. it allowed me that extra, yeah, you know, those extra three spots I've never been to in the world, yeah, um, which I didn't get on my first crew days. Mm-hmm. So it was good to like live in these countries for six, seven, eight months on deployment. Yeah, um, yeah, it was yeah. great, man. How was, was Rota, dude? Rota was insane. That's what I've heard. I've heard that place is bananas. I was the first class then, and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we used to do this this monthly trip. A group of first classes. We'll go that. We'll go up to Madrid. Madrid was okay. like a two hour train ride uh-huh. from Rota, and um, we would go up there and tear the town up. And I've heard Madrid is it's like this whole different part of Spain, meaning like it's so awesome. It's, yeah, it's right in the middle of Spain. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was it was absolutely yeah like we used to do that every month no like kidding once a month yeah right on payday yeah right for payday or whatever a group yeah. of us go down there probably like four or five of us yeah and was just just cut up act a fool get our own hotel room uh-huh. you know what I'm saying uh-huh. um and that's what made it fun for me yeah, yeah. Um, was like being able to go to up there and go to Cadiz I've never been to Cadiz like a little island off the coast of um and that was the first time I've experienced going to the beach. And have somebody bring drinks down from the back. Yeah. To the yeah. Like, there you go. I was like, <laughs> thank you. I was going to come back and get it, but okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, I was like, dang, you know, yeah. um, this is dope. Yeah. So, yeah, it was great. I've heard Spain, man, from everybody that's ever been stationed there or, you know, did some time there. Yeah. They're like, man, that place is legit. And the base was like beautiful. Yeah. The base was like insane. Yeah. It was really nice. So I've got a buddy. I'm going to have him on pretty soon. Uh, he he was one of my best friends. He was, We were on our first ship together. Yeah. A dude named uh, David Michael. And uh, he actually just bought a house in Spain with his fiance. right? He's going to oh, be wow. back pretty soon. But, um, like, so Spain is one of those places where, you know, foreigners can own real estate, right? Like, okay. in Japan, you can't. Right? right. Like, I can't own real estate here because right. I'm not a Japanese national. Right? Right. My wife can, but I can't. Right. right. But Spain's one of those places, kind of like Costa Rica is kind of like that too, mm-hmm. where, you know, to encourage investment, yeah. um, they allow, you know, foreigners to, to buy real estate. Interesting. So he bought, no kidding, like a vacation home in Spain. What's his name? His last name is Michael. First name David. Okay. Because I know another chief that bought some yeah. land overseas somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I had my, I won't say his name, but he was my exo on my last ship. Yeah. Um, who was stationed in Rota. And they bought a house there. And so he, nice. and like when they came back, it's like a, you know, it's like an investment property, yeah. right? And, um, you know, they fixed it up and they rented out, you know, and. That's dope to say, yeah, I own a house in Spain. I got a house in Spain, in Spain right? You're like, what? I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one thing saying I got one in like Costa Rica, <laughs> or Panama. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. That's no, I got like, a house in Spain, bro. I got a house in Spain. Uh, who, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, somebody bougie be like, what part? Yeah, like, I know, right? Doesn't matter. It's just like yeah. a house in Spain. It's in Spain, okay? Yeah. Like, where's your house? Exactly. On 32nd Street? Exactly. In Chula Vista? You're living in, right, exactly. Mount Hope? <laughs> so, how about San Diego, man? That's like your spot, right? Yeah, I love San Diego. Um, I said I was stationed there before at Camp Pendleton, you know? Yeah. Um, and um, it's a great city. For me, I love San Diego. Yeah. Because um, you get, like, I just get. That's sunny California vibes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, and that's throw your shades on, roll the windows down. Shades on. Yeah. I can put on some, a t-shirt, some shorts, and some mm-hmm. flip flops. I'm out, you know. Yeah. Um, 
And that's what I, I love about San Diego. Yeah. Um, when I was stationed with the CBs, I was a little bit further north, like an hour north of LA. So I lived um, in Thousand Oaks, which was like right in between the social life in LA mm-hmm. and like work. Yeah. Right. So I would take that 30 minute truck to work. Yeah. yeah. Just so I can be. Um, and I would say it was night and day. Like the LA is very different than San Diego. Yeah. So I've never really been I mean I've driven through I've uh, hung out with like one of my buddies that was like from San Bernardino yeah. so not like LA proper I've never yeah. hung out or anything right yeah. um, I've been saying it a ton right just yeah. over the years I mean yeah. naturally in the Navy you're going to go there for TDY right. or whatever and um, same thing man I think it's a cool city cool city you know like it's it's got like just enough military vibe to it that it still feels uh yes. Feels like you're not in a military town. Orderly, orderly to some extent. Like it's not, it's not like, um, it's not like L.A., which you know is just my yeah. impression of L.A. is it's, you know, lights and cameras and it's I don't know, man, like paparazzi and <laughs> you know. But San Diego yeah, yeah, yeah. is a city, but not like this huge sprawling yeah, 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 city. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's a good size. City. Yeah, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So and you said it's not enough. Um, it's it's a huge military footprint. Right. I think the city is so big. I think it's like three million people there. So it can absorb it. So you can absorb it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to worry about going out and seeing unless you go to Gas Lab. You're gonna see that's where everybody, that's where everybody goes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you can like live in the building and not have to worry about seeing somebody in the military yeah. or yeah. something you may you know right, 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 um, right, right, the closer right. you get to the base but if yeah, you yeah. go out you know mm-hmm. you won't yeah, get yeah. that yeah so I, I remember man I was there uh, it was a while back um, I was TDY and I met my buddy David another one of my friends yeah. there and uh, we had a good time and then we ate at this place called the Broken Yolk right it was it was down like yeah a, dude it's dude and I, I was like there. I was like I was feeling it, you know what I mean? It was like eight in the morning. I was feeling it. I was like, yeah. I'm hungry, dude. Right? Yeah. And um, got this fucking eggs Benedict and had a Bloody Mary, dude, sitting out on the patio, San Diego. My son hit you. Like, oh, oh, man, this is the life right I can't here. You know? wait to do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that. Right? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that That next morning, just yes. going to get some breakfast with your boys kind of thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. And even when I bought my house, dude, like in 2019, like I enjoyed, like, I ain't gonna lie, dude, like open my front door and like, it's kind of weird. I would like do, <laughs> do rounds. Yeah. But like, I would have my coffee and like a nice, cool, crisp San Diego breeze. The sun is out. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Let me do my rounds. Walking around. Yeah. Just, just walk the house. Walking around the house. <laughs> Looking at flowers like. Oh, okay. Yeah, the neighbors, yeah, you know. And shorts yeah. and flip flops, you know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I totally missed that vibe. I remember. So, I, it was kind of like that in Hawaii, too. I remember that. Like, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed, especially in the wintertime in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, um, it might drop down to like the 60s. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's it, right? Exactly. And... You know, Saturday morning, yeah. I'd wake up at like six. Sun, yeah, sun's up. Make my coffee. Same thing. I'm walking around out in the yard. <laughs> right, everybody's still asleep. Yeah. Sit back on the balcony, smoke a yes. cigarette. Yes. You know, and yes. uh, and uh, dude, that like I enjoyed. Like yeah. I was there for three and a half years. Yeah, and, like I soaked up all of that yes. Aloha, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, to the to the point where like when it was time to go, I was like. Uh, we gotta go. Like yeah. I've had about enough of this place. Yeah. Know? And then uh 
Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I love San Diego. Um, I loved Hawaii. I was um, stationed in Hawaii too, my first tour. Yeah, were yeah. you uh, Pearl Harbor? Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah. Okay, because you were on, on a cruiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, I, I love that. So, all right. So, um, so yeah, Crudez, CBs, some shore stuff with the Marines. Yeah. Um, topping it off with a shore, you know, CNIC. Uh, you know, um, working on the base, right? Um, I guess I'll tell you, right? So when I think about what's the most important element of leadership, Mm -hmm. right? Um, who knows, right? Like, I'll tell you what works for me and then I'll ask you kind of what your thing is. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's always been my ability, even though I'm 42, right? Mm -hmm. Like my ability to, um, kind of know how um that you know we, we call it being approachable yeah right but i think that's kind of like a cliche terms like be approachable like okay well how the hell am i approachable right. well the way you're approachable i think is that like um no not only do you get to know sailors but you learn how to identify with like who they are right, right. you got to get to know them to some extent mm-hmm. like even at you know at the command master chief level like you should be able to have a five to ten minute conversation with, you know, Seaman Timmy. Yeah. Know where he's from. Learn a little bit about him. What, you know, what interests him. Right. And, like, make it, like, in those short conversations, you make it about that person. Right. And then when they get, you know, when they get to express kind of who they are and right. what, what they care about, right, and even if it's only five or ten minutes, um, what that happens? What happens is that you gain their trust, right? Yeah. You gain their trust because they're like, "Oh shit!" Like he actually is interested in. It, I agree. You know, and yep. and uh, and and then so I guess when you think about leadership, you know, we call it being approachable, but really it's your ability to to kind of like um, to integrate with whomever mm-hmm. you're in charge of, right? Yep. Uh, and, and you you know you kind of your ability to kind of change, right? Like change your skin a little bit, yeah. like chameleon, right? Like, yeah. Hey, I know how to talk to this person. Yeah. It's going to be different how to talk to this person. Right. And there's all these different terms, situational leadership and blah, right. blah, blah. But like, it's kind of this very, um, there's not, I don't know. It's like a, uh, personable. Yeah. There's like an abstract style yeah. of leadership where you yeah. just gotta, you gotta be open to getting to know yeah. people kind of thing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And like, like, you know, there's times to be hard. Absolutely. But the older you get, the the more you realize that like those times are few and far between. Man. Correct. Somebody Absolutely. really they need that business sometimes, but sometimes. they don't need that business all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like for you, what I guess what would be the thing that that if you were to like capture your leadership style, what would it be? Uh, I would say exactly that. Yeah. Right. Um, just being that person to to be personable, to be relatable, um, to have a. A, a easy conversation, mm-hmm. you know, to the point where, yeah, um, your sailors, you know, joke and coke with you, but they know at the end of the day, yeah, that's still seeing you, right? And, and I they know, know where the boundary is. I won't go too crazy, but like, right. we can crack a joke and mm-hmm. talk talk crap with each other mm-hmm. about sports or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that lets their guard down a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I've used that as a, as a tool, yeah. you know, um, yeah. throughout my leadership style. Yeah. And I've always been a person that says, if you have to yell at um, your sailors a lot, yeah. um, it's probably not them. Yeah. It's probably, probably yeah. you. Yeah. You know, it was a, a theory in RTC where um, if you, you know, 
I remember one of the chiefs I worked with told me, you know, I never raised my voice. Uh, and people think my recruits, like people think I beat my recruits, mm-hmm. but I don't. Yeah. Right. Um, he said, one, I put the fear of God in them. Um, and I never yelled and screamed. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and, I, and when I pushed him, I noticed that he never really did. He had this really calm, cool, collective voice. And when he spoke, um, the room stopped. Right. Yeah, they listened. They listened. Yeah. Right. Because um, one, he had their trust in mm-hmm. their, their loyalty. Because yeah. he proved to them that, hey, I am the best dude on this base. If yeah. you listen to me, you will be successful. Mm. You know, um, and he told me whenever you see artists like they're screaming and yelling at the recruits or whatever, um, it's, it's not the recruits. Yeah. You know, he's like, so you always train your recruits, you know. So I took that mentality as well. He's yeah. like, you know what? If I'm yelling and screaming at my sailors, maybe I didn't give them clear, concise direction of what I Everybody just felt expect. Like from right? Them, right. Sometimes people just want to yell. Right. It's like, um, and it's like for what? It takes. Yeah. It's, it's energy wasted. You know. Absolutely. It's just yep. like. <sighs> now, you know, there's people out there watching this that are like, "Okay, dude, I've been in DRB with you. Like, <laughs> like, stop it, Dean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> all, all soft and gentle, Dean. I don't want to hear that shit, right? But you know, there's also a time and place Absolutely. for. You know, we gotta uh, beat them up. You gotta set that tone, right? Yeah. But. Um, I, I'll tell you, man, the older I get, it's just like, it, it, it's unnecessary, man. It's just unnecessary and it's exhausting. It's exhausting, it's exhausting right? Yeah, I think that, um, I think that especially our young sailors today, right? Um, I won't say that they're like attention deprived, um, but maybe they are to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying anything bad against their parents or anything like right. that, right? I just think that. Um, you know, there's, I've noticed over the years that, um, that our sailors are less and less inclined to, to like work things out in person, you know? So like the idea of like sitting down in a room and having conversations that aren't passive aggressive and, and being able to like talk to somebody straight without, and maybe even critique them without hurting anybody's feelings. Like that's, I mean, I remember so my, my parents were teachers, right? My mom right. was a teacher. My dad was a teacher, then a principal. Right. My mom coached basketball, right? And uh, like, you know, so what she always used to tell me, she's like, she said, be coachable, right? Mm. Right, be coachable. Okay, and I learned what that mean, meant real, real, uh, real early in life, which means like listen to constructive criticism. Yeah. Because if that person is taking the time to like, tell you kind of what you did wrong and then also how you can improve, even if they're doing it in a stern way right. that take something from it. They're invested in you. Yeah. They they give a shit. Right. Or they wouldn't be telling you all Facts. this stuff, right? Facts. And sometimes I think and this isn't a hit on this generation. And I think this generation right, right. is so much better than we were. I was a knucklehead, right? Yeah. But you know, these uh folks that we're getting now are super smart, man. They're so smart. But uh they didn't like they have a hard time taking criticism, you know what I mean? And I think it's just um, because they maybe they didn't play sports or maybe they they have not had that kind of like, you know, right? They've always that, been that, kind of cradled. Yeah, a little uh, bit, right? And yeah, did you see that in, in, in like in boot camp when you're pushing boots? Um, yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Um, 
But again, when you're in that space and in that in that in, in RTC, you know, um, I think they come in with that mentality, like, okay, I know I'm gonna yell and scream that, scream that right. Yeah. So I guess I really never honed it and focused mm. on that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, they're in a different mindset when they're it's a different there. mindset. Yeah. Right? That's a good point. Um, and I, again, it's something I really never, like, I never really had a recruit that I had to like, oh my god, okay, okay, are you okay? Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I haven't experienced that. Yeah. I don't know if other RTCs have. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, they come in with that. I know this is going to happen. Let me mm. let me get my life right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because sometimes they do get underwhelmed. Yeah. They're like, that's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it, dude. Like that's all. Yeah. That's all. That was eight weeks. Mm-hmm. That was easy. You know. I mean, um, I felt I felt a little bit of that back in two thousand one. Really? Yeah. I was I, like, I probably got about maybe five weeks in yeah. or so, and um, you know, I was like. I was that guy that would like mess up on purpose because you know what I'm saying like I mess up on purpose because I knew they were gonna make me do push-ups yeah, yeah and like the deal we had was you had to do as many push-ups as whatever day you were on that's how many push-ups you had to do if you if you messed up right so if you use day five two you have to do 52 push-ups yeah yeah right oh, wow yeah okay. so I'd do it on purpose just because you want to do some push-ups you want to do some push-ups and, and like <laughs> senior Morrison knew what I was doing he's yeah. like you're such an asshole how right um that dude, man, he like he was so much fun. Like uh, he was recently divorced, <laughs> and it was his last tour. He was pushing boots. Mm. Man. He came to RTC to push boots. His last tour. His last tour, right? Oh my god! And uh, and I remember he would take us to the phone center, and um, I was talking to Matt about this today, and like we'd be go walking, you know, marching to the phone center. He's like, "How are you going to call that fat girl back in Texas, aren't you?" <laughs> You love them fat girls, don't you, Hal? Jeez. <laughs> right? Like, no, Senior Chief, I'm calling my mother. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Needless to say, our our, uh, our division um, did not win the ballet or any other awards. We were we were like Mikhail's Navy in that. <laughs> it was like... It was, no, it was, it was just like... Yeah. It was, it was like, just go ahead and get them. It was fun. It was fun, though. You know? I used to have those moments like that. I had this one kid, um, you know white kid and one day they out there writing letters and stuff actually no they were doing um i was one of the pilot divisions for like the tablets oh yeah okay so they yeah. were able to send emails yeah, yeah. Out emails yeah, yeah um and i mean I'm, I'm out there you know it's like week six i'm walking yeah. around now i'm a little bit more human to him right i'm cracking mm-hmm. jokes with him or whatever um and there's one kid kind of like a senior morrison said i walked yeah. up i was like um she sent a picture uh. of herself and i was like who is that? He's like, that's my wife, Chief. And I'm like, you married to a sister? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it was like cut off guard. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, yes, Chief. I was, yeah, yes. And I was like, well, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, those are funny moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good stuff, man. So, okay. Uh, so, I always ask people this. So, I know, I guess, my first kind of like idol or role model or person I really admired in the Navy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, he was a, a PNC, right? You remember PNs? Back yeah. PNCs, yeah, yeah. right? So I was yeah. a PN. Um, PNC, um, Ted Capulong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's about five foot four, a little Filipino dude, wore a high and tight haircut. Uh, he was an FMF PN, right? Yeah. So he had done Marines. a tour of the Marines. Yeah. And then came to uh, my first ship. And so he was my first chief, man. And 
he was hard as nails, dude. Like he used to talk about his beloved Marine Corps and yeah. like, uh, and man, we thought he was an asshole, right? And then eighteen months into it, and probably even after he transfers, when we really understood just how valuable mm-hmm. he was, and then years on, you're like, holy cow, man! Like, yeah, and you realize like that, like that's what a chief's supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? And and so like, you know, um, as I made chief, I thought about him a lot, mm-hmm. right? And I thought like, man, like uh, I didn't realize how good he was, but now yeah. in, in hindsight, like holy cow, yes. like I want to be just like that. Yes, dude. there's no way I can be because he, right. he like this dude, you know, military creases and his coveralls, yeah. man, that dude was not playing, you know, and uh, like the locks boots that were shined up, you yeah. know, what I'm saying like yeah. slip on locks boots. And like, man, on Sundays, every Sunday he wore his wash khakis, right? Yeah. Underway, didn't matter. Wash khakis. Creased up. Creased up. I mean, that's what's up. Never needed a haircut. Yeah. And was just like on point, dude. Nobody messed with us. Right. You know what I mean? But he like he drove us hard, yes. man. Like we worked hard in that office, you I know. Had one, yeah. Right? And so, yeah, so who's your guy? Um, she is retired now, so okay. I can say her name. Um, yeah. Lisa Sucho. Okay. Um, when I was with the CBs. Yeah. And I remember when I was in the school, so they seen to the school before we go to the CBs called ECS. Yeah. And I remember the class ahead of us, um, she was in the class. Mm-hmm. This is back when we had SKs. Oh, yeah. And she was an SKC. Oh. And I remember one day we was outside, like, my class is over here and her class is down there. And she is, like, going in on them, right? Yeah. And I was like, dang, what you mean? <laughs> you know? And she picked up senior while she was at ECS. Because uh-huh. I remember they scratched out, um, no, they added an S to her little yeah, door yeah, name SKC, thing. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, oh, she picked up senior. Yeah. And I was like, I hope I like work for that lady. I go check into NCB5 and uh-huh. it's her. Oh, yeah. Right? She's the H5. They call it H5. She's uh-huh. the supply. Well, um, headquarters company DLCPO. Uh-huh. Um, when I tell you, she was just like that. Like, yeah. she was with the Marines for a while. She pushed boots. Mm-hmm. So she had that structured, yeah. you know, like in your face. Mm-hmm. And in it, we hated her. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Was yeah. Like, Damn, this bitch come. <laughs> you know. Um, but we didn't see what she did. Right. In the mess. Right. Yeah. Or we didn't see what she did on the outside. Yeah. Um, because back then you're not privy to it. Correct. You don't understand what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, You don't understand what's happening. All I remember is getting all caps. later you understand like, oh, yes. oh. Like, I, I just remember getting all cap emails. CS2, <laughs> come see me now. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> she got me again. You know? Yeah. Um, and I remember I picked up first class and I remember something in her switched. Mm-hmm. It was a conversation we had. And then, mm-hmm. you know, walk past the office and you just trying to walk past real quick so she don't stop you. <laughs> I'm like, one, two, three, walk, walk, walk. Rise! She got me. Hey, what's, what's, what's going on, senior? Come in here. And I remember that conversation. And yeah. it was a, it was a lighter, mm-hmm. softer side of yeah. her. And I was like, um, are we being punked or something? And something switched in her. And I think it was, hey, I need to, in her mind, I need to start grooming him, right? Right. And yeah. she would. But she yeah. still held my feet to the motherfucking yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember when this LS1 came, and me and her were like, you know her 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 tag team right we LPOs yeah. and she laid she pressed on us right yeah. um, and it wasn't until she left mm-hmm. and again he had the realization and we had this other dude come in take a spot yeah and we were so our stuff was so on point yeah um, 
and we were so used to how she operated. Right. When he used to tell us stuff, we'd be like, we ain't doing that. Yeah. Because we were so used to her, yeah. her methods and her ways. Yeah. Um, and then we started to see when she left, we, we say that the freaking pit bull left the gate because yeah. everybody started trashing right. on, on yeah. the headquarters company, right? Yeah. So now in the hindsight, we saw how much she yeah. protected us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember when she told me when, she, when I got my eval, I was going to leave. And she was like, um, uh, I got my order to go RTC. And I was like, hey, it told me to detach in November. And she was like, so you're going to try to leave November 1st? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm ready yeah. to go. Yeah. And she was like, I don't think you should leave on the 1st. She yeah. said, if you leave on the 1st, we cannot rank you. Right. Um, I suggest you wait to the 15th mm-hmm. or 20th. She said, you do way too much for this command. Um, yeah, to leave on the 1st. To leave yeah, on the 1st yeah. and not get ranked. And she That's said, good, if you man. stay, I got you. And I was yeah. like... What you mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, lo and behold, she already knew you had a reputation. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, in my experience with stuff like that, you know, um, you don't have to, to fight, especially in a yeah. service support rate, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? CS, yeah. PN, SK. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you've got a first class, second class, when you go to the ranking board, like, you don't have to fight for nobody. Especially in the CDs. Because, because they know. Like, right. oh yeah, Rice, yeah. Yeah, put him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because you've you've laid that foundation yeah. throughout the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? By putting people in position. And so she that, did. It's easy, right? It's it's you don't have to go fight for anybody. She you know what I mean? And they go up there. Yeah. Right. I left that mob with a number three EP out of a hundred and something first class. In a in a in a, in a battalion. CB yeah. battalion. In a battalion. A CS1, yeah. a number three. I was like, oh, I was like, what is this? What happened? What? A, what, yeah. what? Okay, let me sign this. Yeah. Shit. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. See you guys. Okay, I got to go. Know, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I told you I got you. And That's like, awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. So she definitely left a niche. Um, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I made cheap. She was the second person I called. Legit. I called my mom. I was like, we in there like swimwear. And <laughs> yeah. she was like, ah. I said, let me call you back. And I called her. I guess she didn't have my number saved. And I was like, uh, she was like, hello? And I was yeah. like, I made it. I made Chief. And she was like, who is this? And I was like, Rice. Yeah. I was like, Chief Select Rice. Yeah. And she was like, ah! <laughs> you know. I yeah, love it, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, same thing Ted Coppelon, man. Like, uh, I still keep, not not often, but every once yeah. in a while, I'll shoot him a message. And just, uh, yeah. He retired as a warrant officer. and um, Yeah, dude. I just really respected that dude, man. He was, he was a good fucking dude, you know? Yeah. But, and, and I think that, um, you know, when I think about, again, this sounds kind of hokey and a little Joe Navy, but the longer you're in this business, um, the more you realize that, like, the the reward that you get from it, and I don't think this is unique to the Navy or the military. Right. Maybe, maybe it is to some extent. Not as much in the business world, I would think, right? Right. Because you don't have the longevity with people that you necessarily would have. Yeah, but, yeah. Anyways, like, um, you know, both the measure of success and the satisfaction that you get is, and the legacy that you leave mm-hmm. is the success of the people that work with and for you. Yeah. Like, man, when I see a kid, sailor, man, woman, right, right. On, on, on some, you know, uh, advancement or selection list, you know, that, that was like a, a E1 that worked for me and now they're a chief. Dude, like, it, it just makes me like, yeah, feel so good, right? Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like this dirty pride where it's like, I did that. It's not that. Right. It's like, hell yeah. Yeah. You know what Facts. I'm saying? Like, 
Absolutely. I yeah. saw it when you were at E1, and yeah. you did everything that you were supposed to. Yeah. You listened, and, and you worked hard, and, and maybe you know some impact. I had some impact on you to help you succeed, right? right. And that's like the best thing the best. about the Navy. It you is. know what I mean? Like to me, is to yeah. see somebody like develop and grow into this person that yeah. they have the potential to be, you know? All those messages that you get, you know, when somebody gets promoted or gets mapped, like I got a couple of them from the ship, you know? Yeah. Um, CS2, you know, he, like, hey, I made it senior. Yeah. You know, thank you for everything you've done. Even though you're gone, you're in Japan now. And I'm yeah. like, oh, snap, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he, I remember getting, picking him up from the airport yeah. as a chief. Like, hey, man, what's, because I had duty that day. I was like, hey, I, I, this is my guys. So I'll pick him up, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, to see him, you know, yeah. to, about to leave Princeton as a... As I'm a, telling you, know. man. It's like the best feeling. So. It is. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. All right, man. Uh, I think this is a good stopping point. I think it's a good stopping point. I think we talked covered a lot. Yeah, dude. I mean, this is... So what do you think? This is the format. Like, when I have people over, we're yeah. going to sit right here at this table. Yeah. We're going to chop it up. Like, I'm interested. I mean, it's good. kind of help me brain baby this thing. Like, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, right on, man. Think we didn't get too personal. As long as I, I have a good I time, dig, I didn't dig too deep, huh? Yeah, no. All right. Like I said I came in with the mindset like, hey, he can ask you some hard questions, and I'm gonna, and I was worried about like finding the right answer. Yeah, you know, like okay, yeah. I know his audience. I don't want to like say nothing too crazy, but let me just not sure. <laughs> so that was mainly worried about like that. It's not, um, that, it's not that kind of. It's not that kind of thing, man. We're just gonna. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but no, it's good. I had a good time. I had a good, you know. Um, yeah, like I said, if he like, if I'm laughing, I mean, it's it's, it's a good, it's a good thing. All right, man. You got yeah. any closing thoughts? Anything no, man. Just um, I say keep pushing, man. Keep yeah. pushing this. Um, if you can move out of the apartment and get you a studio. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe hire me as your, as your lighting <laughs> guy, as your camera dude one day. Well, if, I mean, we've already <laughs> talked about like. If it ever makes any money, which I'm not thinking it will, yeah. but if it ever does, I definitely owe you for that, right? Because, um... Oh, shoot, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Like, that... I mean, uh, you know, for, for, you know, not to look at the camera, but basically I said, hey, man, I need some help with a, a logo. And, like, literally within five minutes, you're like, how about this? I was like... I literally... <laughs> I was like, I literally... Yes! Like, went to my app and was like, let me see. The Rising Sun... Japanese sun search. I was like, a little bit of Fuji. Yeah, that came sun. up, and I was like, even the the text is just yes, right, dude. Yes, yes, yes. So if uh, if this thing ever ever blows up, dude, uh, I'll make I just sure, want a percentage. I'll make sure you get some royalties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought I thought something. You were I just want a percentage. I got you, man. No, thirty or higher. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that sounds like a medical retirement to me, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, brother, man. I appreciate you. Of course, Um, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, so we'll talk about dates except to say that like from now, a couple weeks from now is when this will hit the streets. Of course, yeah. Uh, Because I know you're about to tag me. Yeah, you're about to take some lead. Yeah, and that's – so any of my guests, the only thing I ask is um, just to to share it out to to all your people, right? Of course. I think that your people, they want to like, they want to see you. A different part of me. Right? They want to see you. They want to get to know you, right? And I just feel like – I'm, I'm kind of like the conduit to allow yeah, that yeah. to happen, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but anyways, man, I appreciate it, bro. I look forward to coming back when you do the Crazy 8s. Oh, 100%, dude. 100%. I think it should be me, Erica, Mark, and Scott. Uh, and Scott. Yeah, I'll sit at the head of the table <laughs> and just like wrap the gavel. Dude, I'll just say, go we'll see. Dude, <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, dude, it's going to be a good time. Us four? Yeah. And that, you? That'd be wild. Oh. That'd be wild. So I've got some microphones inbound. Um... 
you know, like legit microphones. Yeah. Um, so I, this should be fine, though. I, I tested it out. Uh, and, um, you know, but I've got two good ones. And so then we can, you can kind of like share them, right? Dude, so you should do that when I come back. Dude, 100% when you get back. So when you get back, like I've got a month left. Oh. Yeah. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we got to get Is your relief done. even identified? No, not yet. But we'll, we'll talk about that off camera. All right. Anyways. All right, brother, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate Absolutely. you for having me. Yeah. All right. And cut.